Okay, welcome back to me. Uh, this is Keith Anderson, and this is Staying Off Topic. And it's been a while, guys. Oh, it's been some months, and a lot of things has happened, and a lot of things have changed, and a lot of things have stayed the same. So, hopefully, I get the bug to keep recording. Uh, I decided to do it today. It is October. Okay, guys? October. Um, Rocktober. I don't know what that means. Either way, man, I have a lot to say. And I have nothing to say at the same time, to be fair, to myself. Um, The last episode I did was about doing a hundred episodes and staying consistent (laughs) and if you don't see the irony in that oh man get your knees checked because for me i was completely honest i wanted to do a hundred episodes um because you know one of my favorites said you know if you can do a hundred episodes and be consistent then you know you know, keep you can keep doing it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I said to myself, you know what? That's a great idea. And then I stopped. This podcast, my other podcast, has around sixty something episodes, which I'm really excited and proud about. Uh, shout out to Young Chris; he's my co-host um, of Slushy Review, and I really am proud of everything that we do and talk about and obviously we just have fun uh in the recording of this i'm we're actually going to go see uh venom 2 let there be carnage electric boogaloo uh and i think that i think i stopped for a couple of reasons uh first reason was just mental health man it has been tough i'll tell you why uh well let me just give you an update on my life before i tell you why uh, update on my life. Let's see. Last time I recorded was it wasn't six months ago, but it was close. It was close. It was probably about four months ago, and I was, you know, doing my thing. I was working all the time, uh, recording even less, and we, uh, not we, but me. I was falling into a deep depression, to be fair. And I thought by more recording would get me out of that. It did not. So I stopped. I didn't want to record. I didn't want to talk about it. Because to be fair, um, there are a lot of topics that I talk about that are very, very heavy. You know, not like 1980s Back to the Future heavy, but like... Oh, actually, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's that heavy. It's very, it's a weighted, it's weighted topics. It's topics that might cause discomfort for some people. Uh, They might hit home for some people. And for me, they were definitely hitting home. And I really hated talking about it because it was not fun. And not because I don't care. I don't care about talking about 
important topics, but it's because I was talking about it on a podcast. I was reading about it on all the news sites that I look at. I was getting updates about it, seeing it on Twitter, seeing it on Facebook, and then arguing about it with people um, on Facebook. And there was no, what's the word? There was no break. There was no, it, it was every day. And it was every day and I found myself upset. And I remember, uh, I don't know when this happened. I don't know how long after I didn't record that this happened. But I remember I was driving to work and I was talking to my girlfriend at the time. And I was just so mad. And I wasn't mad at her at all. Honestly, I was talking to her because I was trying to vent. And basically what happened, she was like, you, you seem upset. And I'm like, no, I'm actually having a good day. Everything went right today, but everybody was pissing me off when I was driving. I was at work and then I ended up going to work and I was upset and I was like, I'm having a good day. Why am I so upset? And I realized that I needed a break. So I took like a month off of work in that time frame. I was like, OK, I'll, you know, get my mental health right and do what I got to do. And not only did I not do that, I didn't record this podcast. I recorded, I believe, one week of my other podcast out of the entire month. I didn't go to the gym. I didn't look for a therapist. I didn't go to the doctor. I did nothing. And I felt like shit. And it wasn't fun. It was very, very distressing. It was very upsetting. And I realized, I was like, oh, I got to change. With that being said, am I better now? Not really, no. I. That's not true. My mental health isn't necessarily the best, but I'm fixing it. It's going in the right direction. Uh, this week, for example, I went to the gym more times than I have any other week. I doubled the amount of times that I've used to go in a week. What'd you do? Go from one to two? Yep. I did. I went twice this week and I plan on going tomorrow, uh, which tomorrow would be Sunday. But it, that's neither here nor there. But that's part of my mental health. That's very bad is that I know I need to work out. I need to get healthier. I want to live longer. You know, those things that humans want, I guess. And I find myself struggling to do those things because I don't like my job so uh, let me go back further because i went back already let me go back again we were me and my girlfriend at the time were looking for a house as of a couple months ago like four or five months ago when i stopped recording and i had friends who were just there for their own devices uh talking you know they didn't care what i had to say and you know, it, it is what it is. So I I was kind of like juggling too many things. I know I didn't name a lot, but that's just what I was. I was juggling a lot. It was just not being heard, not being understood, not being, you know, uh, some of my friends are being just total assholes. Um, my work was shitty and we were looking for a house, which is always stressful. And 
I just kind of got fed up and I got to the point where I stopped talking to people. You know, my two best friends, I wasn't taking their calls. I didn't talk to him for at least a month, both of them. They were calling me every day. Uh, one of my friends was moving back to Miami and he was like, hey, I, you know, let's hang out before you before I leave, blah, blah, blah. I was off of work. I couldn't do it. I couldn't bring myself to, A, to leave the house. I couldn't bring myself to... Um, to have him come over, I felt bad, but also I felt I knew I couldn't do it. I wasn't in the mind frame. I wasn't in the right mind frame to do that. So I just, I didn't. Um, like I said, I took a month off of work. Uh, bills got kind of, you know, tough. And I, it was just a difficult time. And obviously, this isn't the first time. And I understand mental health is a continuous thing, um, not to equate it to addiction. But I understand, like, you know, when you're they say when you're, you know, you're recover, you're recovering alcoholic, you're recovering alcoholic your entire life. You don't just be like, hey, I'm not an alcoholic anymore. You're you're always recovering. And, and I'm not saying it's the same thing, but it is, you know, an addiction. Um, you know, I know there's an argument between it, uh, between it being a mental disease and not. But at the end of the day, it's an affliction and it's real and it causes lives to be lost, just like mental health. And I, I, I think I feel the same way. Um, so after a while, uh, we were looking for a house. We found a house, actually. So some good news, I guess, instead of me just rambling about all the bullshit in my life. Um, some of the good news, we found a house. It was great. It, it is great. We moved in in August, so we've been here for about two months, and uh, I absolutely love it. Um, I have a little podcast room downstairs uh, in the basement, and it's starting to come together. Um, and I, I just, I am amazed. I've always wanted to own a home. I've always wanted to be a homeowner. I've always wanted to do, you know, work around the house. Um so that's what we do in the same vein. Oh, that sounds bad. In the same celebratory spirit, I also got engaged. Yay me. Um, to my wonderful fiance now. Um, so it hasn't been bad the whole time I've been gone, guys. To be fair, it's been honestly, it's been really great. It's just that my mental health isn't in check. But like I said, I'm trying to fix that. So I would love to keep recording. I would love to keep, you know, coming back and doing, you know, more podcasts. I, I'm going to continue to. Um, and just a little note, I got a couple of friends who do listen to this podcast. Um, unfortunately, all my friends do not because they, they don't they don't care. And that's something that I have to deal with. Um, <clears throat> but I have two really good friends who do. Um, they knew who they are. Shout out. Obviously, one of them is my co-host, young Chris. And um, Chris is, is a really good friend, man. And I know he's going to listen. So it is what it is. Just You just got to take these compliments. But he's, he's a great dude. I love recording with him. I love, uh, you know, we watch movies all the time every Sunday, basically. And it's a great time. And he's one of my only friends who will actually listen to me complain. And, 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 in, and in that same vein, I hate when all my other friends just complain to me. And I'm like, dude, like, can I get a word in edgewise? And I'm like, damn. I tell my fiance all the time, I'm like, I think I do to Chris what other people do to me. And I was like, I got to stop. <laughs> I got to stop. And, and 
I just, you know, I appreciate him for that. So uh, this is me saying sorry to Chris because, you know, I'm going to try to be a better friend. I'm not I'm not the greatest. And I understand why people have been shitty to me. Well, not really. I mean, I've, I've been a pretty good friend before. Just, you know, Chris, listen, he's a good guy. He's always been a good guy. So uh, I only say that because I was like, oh, none of my friends listen to me. But that's not true. Um, he does. My other friend, uh, Jenna, she does, too. So I just, you know. I just wanted to shout that out just to make sure, you know, everybody's getting their flowers, as they say. So, yeah, I mean, that's me in a nutshell. That's not everything I've been through. That's not everything that's going on, but that's a little bit. So, um, I I mean, we're halfway through this episode and uh, I've I've been talking about me, which is what I do. But uh, you know what? We're going to get into some uh, top topics. Let me tell you what else I've been doing. I've been writing down topics that I want to talk about. Okay, I, I've been doing this for a while, even when I was recording regularly, and <clears throat> I have almost thirty topics to talk about, which hopefully gives me um, thirty episodes. I don't know how many episodes it's gonna give me, but it's gonna give me some. So, uh, so stay tuned uh, for this next topic after a word from uh, nobody. You're just going to hear silence and I'm going to come back with the topic because I'm tired of talking about me. Okay, so the topic I'm going to talk about for the rest of this episode is called representation. Whether you believe it, whether you agree with it, whether you don't, it doesn't matter and I don't really care. Um, I'm not asking for feedback, but it's something that's really important to me. Um, This is way down on the list only because, you know. It was on a list and I put it when I put it. Um, but the reason why I want to talk about it is because of a movie I just saw recently called Shang-Chi. Uh, it's a Marvel movie. It's called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, if you haven't seen it and if you like Marvel or action movies, I would absolutely tell you to go see it. Uh, it came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, I saw it. We did a review on it, a slusher review. And... Uh, I saw it again last week with my son, and it, it's just amazing. It's an amazing movie, and when I see films like this, I'm like, man, representation does matter. No matter what other people think, representation matters. And mostly, in my opinion, I think people who don't think representation matters, um, you're represented. In my opinion, the majority of people who don't think it matters are represented. Um and here's why it's something I was thinking about. I was like, I, my my thought was, if if you believe representation doesn't matter, then you also have to agree that movies, video games, and etc., you know, don't make kids violent. You have to agree with that. You have to agree that. Um, What's viewed in the media, meaning, you know, no matter what it is, any media, that it doesn't matter what's being portrayed, whether it's violence, whether it's something you disagree with morally, whether it's something you disagree with politically, those things don't don't matter. And it doesn't matter who you show it to. Uh, Nudity, violence, drug use, etc. None of those things matter if representation doesn't. And the reason why I say that is because 
if or or for example when i say morally if you are a person who doesn't like gay people for whatever reason um then it doesn't matter who on screen or in media or whatever it doesn't matter what they do because they can't sway your child because representation doesn't matter doesn't matter who's speaking on the big screen or who's coming out of the CD uh, on the radio. It doesn't matter any of those things. What matters is what's being said. Or no, not even honestly, not even that for that matter. Uh, it's just entertainment at that point, right? And that doesn't matter. So to me, if you believe that. Uh, And, and, and here's my and here's my here's my, my other, another thought is that when I say it doesn't matter for those people or well, like I said, just going to gay people, then it doesn't matter. Then it, you you as a straight person or as a person who doesn't like gay people, it shouldn't matter if they're on the screen because they're just they're just gay. It's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to you. It shouldn't matter your sensibilities. It shouldn't. But if you do believe that those things matter. If you believe that um, drug use on the screen is going to sway your child or violence on the screen is going to sway your child or nudity on your screen is going to sway your child. If you believe that, then you have to agree that representation matters as well. Why? Because you have to agree that what is seen on the screen affects this person physically or spiritually or whatever the case may be. Now, here's my here's my here's my here's the difference between uh what i think and what i believe i believe representation does matter i believe seeing somebody on the screen who looks like me is a big deal i believe somebody who is in media who looks like me is a big deal um and not just me but you know if i was a little girl or a little uh a black boy or an asian boy or a hispanic boy uh i think those things do matter and I think seeing those things, it shows you like, oh, I can do, I can be, I can do, I can act completely different. My life isn't just a stereotype that other people believe. That's why I think representation matters is because if we represent people in a multitude of fashions, stereotypes will die out. Okay. If I only represent if, 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 if on the screen you represent black people as criminal and thugs and all these other things, every time you see a black person, that's what you're going to think no matter what, right? I do believe that certain things in media do, they do have an effect on you, right? If you're a malleable young kid, yes, you have to monitor what they watch. I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. I understand but you got to understand that certain things are not imprinted on a kid, right? If a kid, it, this is just what I believe, uh, if a kid is gay, the kid is gay. If a kid is straight, a kid is straight. The problem is, for me, is that we believe that, oh, if a kid watches a violent movie, he's going to be violent. So vis-a-vis, so -vis, if a kid watches somebody who's gay, he's going to turn out gay. Hmm, there's a difference. Humans by nature are violent, right? Ant meat boot. That's who humans are. Humans aren't always straight. There's that's there's no such thing. 
whether you agree or don't, that's on you. I don't care. The point I guess I'm making is representation does matter. Just like everything that a kid watches matter. I'm not going to sit my kid in front of uh, a movie like uh, Showgirls, for example, which is a cinema classic, by the way. There's bad acting. There's bad dancing. There's bad stripping. It's a totally bad movie. But when you watch it, it is hilarious. And it's so much fun. Uh... The girl from Elizabeth Berkeley, I think her name is, from Saved by the Bell is in it. And I absolutely adore that movie. Uh, just, to, just to lose focus for a minute. Uh, when I was a young kid, I watched that movie because I was a young kid and that's what young boys do. They watch movies with stripping that come on Showtime. That just It just happens, okay? Um, as I grew to be older, I found myself like, this is actually a pretty good movie. And I like it. And I, I, every t- <laughs> I used to just watch it because I was like, this is fun and I'm having a good time. Either way, I wouldn't show my three, four, five year old uh, a movie about stripping. Why? Because it's not meant for them. Right. That's not it's not meant for them. OK, uh, a sex scene in a movie isn't meant for a five year old. OK, Um They're not old enough to understand what's going on, right? A gay person on screen, it doesn't matter. Why? Because just like black people, just like Mexican people and Asian people, gay people just want to live their lives. It's like every human does, right? That's the thing that people don't understand. It's like you don't want this person on screen because you don't want them to live their lives. So before I get completely off topic, um... When we when 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 movies and media and all these things represent the multitude of people in uh, America, in the world. And you don't just see these popular media with just straight white people in it. It's almost like, oh, okay, I can survive in this world. Oh, okay, I can live in this world. I can be a part of this world, you know. If, if all I know, if my dad does this job, whatever job, X, and my mom does Y job, right? I only know when I, as growing up that, okay, my mom and dad have these jobs. Great. Cool. That's what's up. It's not until I see other people doing other jobs where I'm like, oh, okay, I, I kind of want that job or I kind of want this job or let me see what else is out there. Your brain's not opening up to that. Because you don't understand that you can do differently, right? That's why everybody's like, oh, you know, as a kid, you look up to your mom, you look up to your dad, you look up to the people in your family first, because those are the people you acknowledge and understand first. Your family, that's who you you acknowledge and understand first. It's not until you get out into the world where you're like, oh, okay, there's other people in the world with different personalities. It's not just you. It's not just them. It's everybody. And everybody can do a thing. And the reason why I brought up Shang-Chi is because I remember watching it and and I'm not Asian, obviously, but I felt a sense of pride for them, right? They went back to China at one point in the movie and everything, uh, okay, I'm sorry, even in America, they went to um, the home of one of the characters and everybody in there is obviously Chinese and... 
it's their home. It looks like their home and they feel at home and they speak Chinese. They also speak English, but they speak Chinese. The beginning of the movie is all in Chinese. They they have subtitles. And I'm like, man, that's amazing. It, it makes me want to A, learn a different language. It makes me want to travel to different countries. It makes me want to know what I'm missing out in the world besides just what I'm fed here. I don't care about half the people here. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see more. And so he's a superhero. So now, in my opinion, these Asian boys and girls can see, oh, okay, that I like, I like this superhero. Right? There's nothing wrong with liking Chris Evans as Captain America or whoever plays Batman for the thousandth time or whoever plays Superman for the thousandth time um, or whoever plays Spider-Man for the thousandth time. Oh, okay. There's a different one. It's like Black Panther all over again. It's like, ooh, okay. I like the spin you put on it. They went to Africa. The entire movie, 98% of the movie was in Africa for Black Panther. And it's like, ooh, I feel a sense of pride. I'm not from there. But I feel like I'm from there. That's how I feel. And I don't understand why other more people don't understand. The reason why, and, and the more I think about representation, I go, why is it why is it hatred to America or whoever when I say I love being black, right? They think I'm saying I hate you. I'm not. I, this has nothing to do with you. That's. I think that's the ultimate point is ego. Because of what I'm saying, this has nothing to do with you. I don't give a fuck about you. You have nothing to do. But people are so nosy and the word that people hate, they're so privileged to think, oh, well, when he says that, he's talking about me. No one was talking to you. I didn't address you. I wasn't talking to you. I don't want to talk to you. I'm talking about me. You don't have to listen to me because I wasn't talking to you. So mind your business, mind the business that minds you. It's a great saying, live it, breathe it, eat it up, love it. But that's, that's how I, that's how I feel about representation. I can love being me. I've told this story on here before and I'll tell it again. Um, I had a coworker who I was really good friends with. And he came in sad one day. And I'm going to tell the story again and you're just trying to get over with it. Get over it. And I was like, what's up, man? How you doing? You all right? He's like, nah, I'm cool, man. I'm just a little, you know, sad. I was like, oh, why? We were we had some downtime at work. He told me the whole story. He says, well, my dad uh, is pretty upset and I feel bad for him. And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh, not to overstep, but what, what happened? He goes, well, my dad was looking into his our family history and he's been doing it for quite some time and we're from here our family's name is this etc etc um and in his digging he found out that at some point his family is not from where they thought they were from and their last name isn't what they thought it was uh at some point their great great somebody changed their last name when they, I don't know if when they came to America or while they were here, whatever happened, but it's not indicative of where they're from. They changed it for whatever reason. Obviously, they don't know because they can't talk to that person, but they changed it and they found out that they're not even a part of that 
uh, nationality, from what I've been told, that they thought. And he said his dad was really sad and really upset, and it really bummed him out. Not even bummed out, like he was hurt. Because they take so much pride in their name and their heritage that finding out that that's not exactly what it is, yeah, you, you get hurt. Great. I understand that. I get that when I hear that, I didn't understand at all because, yeah, I can only go back so far. My sister actually did our uh, family history, and it only goes back so far until you get to some white person and um, you find out that uh, she, what she find out that some, some we have some white lady in our family, and. Um, you have to assume how did she end up having a black kid and you don't you don't know you know you know uh so basically that's what or no is a a white man i think i don't remember because i don't care it doesn't matter to me because it has never really mattered to people like me to be fair because you can only go back so far so my sister cares and i'm happy for her i don't because while I embrace the past, I can only go back as far as I know. And I know as far as back as my dad. And he tells me story about his dad and his mom who died when he was young. So that's all I know. And when you look back into our family history, which I found out this past year, is that my last name isn't my last name either. My last name is something completely different uh, because my dad's dad is actually not named that. And... He was uh, he was born in a whole different place, not where I'm from, and he was much older than my grandma, and he had a whole entire family before my grandma, and something happened to where his family died, was murdered, and he murdered the guy who did it. He spent a couple years in jail, and then he moved to where we are now. And change his name. Because you could do that back in the day. You can just change your name willy-nilly all you wanted to. That's what he did. And here we are. And this is this is where we are now. So it doesn't matter to me. But it mattered to him. Right? It's the reason why you see the German-American festival here in my city. It's the reason why you see, you know, uh, even on St. Patrick's Day, you know, the Irish feel, uh, you know, proud of their heritage, etc., etc. I don't understand how these same people... And I'm not saying this everybody don't understand that people of different races want to feel the same pride. Right. Um, I'm a black American. I'm okay with being a black American. I am not from Africa, no matter where my ancestors are from. I am not. So I am black and I'm okay with that. Other people are not okay with me being black for whatever reason. But so when I say you know, whatever case may be, not to go to whatever, but uh, Black Lives Matter or Black History Month or um, there's a Black History uh, Festival, there's a Black History Museum. You hear people who are very ignorant and um, dumb, for lack of a better term, saying, oh, you can't celebrate a color. Okay, what am I supposed to celebrate? What heritage should I know that you know? Because you don't know either, right? Because of course you don't know. Why would you know? You know yours, but I don't know mine, so I can't celebrate what I do know. I can celebrate what I know. And and therein lies the thing. If 
I'm gonna go a little bit further and I'm gonna be done. I'm gonna switch directions just a little bit. <sighs> Last year, 2020, they decided, hey, you know what? We're gonna try not to be racist anymore in our hiring practices and our this and this and this and this and all that crap. And it was like, all right. And then they said, hey, nobody who is black or a person of color qualifies for those positions. So we're just going to keep doing it the same way. To my point and my thought was, okay, let's say there's no, you know, back in the day, there's no back black basketball players. Let's just say. Right. For an example that everybody can understand. And when the game was invented, it was invented by a white guy. Fine. When the game was played, it was played by white guys. Fine. Let's say it wasn't on TV. The only people who knew how to play it were the white guys who invented it and who played it prior. Okay. Let's say this happened for 50 years, 100 years for that matter. I think it was made in like 1890 or 1880 or something like that let's say it's 2021 and no black person has ever played basketball you cannot come out and say you know what since nobody's ever played this position or ever played this game or ever been in this industry we're gonna hire some black people because you know what we're feeling inclusive now whoops you don't know how to play well how can i hire you no one's ever taught me. No, no one's ever taught me. If you don't teach me, if I've never been taught because you've been excluding a certain demographic of people, how, where do I learn it at? That goes for any job of any stature. Doesn't matter. Keith, Keith himself, me, has never, has never, ever, ever fixed a car ever you can't tell me hey you know what we want to hire you to build transmissions why don't you qualify now we're 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 including you we're letting you come in and do this job no one's ever taught me i've never done the job but millions of people have done the job before me but they never taught me or a certain demographic how to do it. So how can you be inclusive when you haven't been in years? You can't all of a sudden say, hey, this is what we're going to do now. That doesn't make any sense because what that does is that give other people. I don't know how we got on this, but that gives other people to say, see, you're not qualified. I don't have a choice. I don't have a chance to be. What, what, what school did I go to to be qualified for this position? You can't say I don't have a degree. Right. Not just me, but anybody You can't say I don't have a degree. You can't say that I don't have, you know, uh, any kind of degree. You know, there's there's black people with bachelor degrees, associate degrees, master degrees, doctorate degrees of all sorts. Right. So if we're just talking about education, then there's plenty to get educated. There's plenty of educated black people or persons of color who have the qualifications, but the qualifications, most employers that are saying they're including now that they're being inclusive. Now they're looking for experience. I can't have experience if I don't have experience. Who would have thunk? Not me. 
So you got to be realistic and people have to understand. Think about it like this. There was a whole demographic of, of, of people playing football, if you follow sports, who had ne- they never had a black quarterback. And then every time they were like, hey, we're going to allow black people to be a quarterback. It was like, well, you don't really know how to play the position. You never let me play the position. How can I know? So you got to understand how far, and I'm getting, I'm not just talking about black people, but how far black people and people of color have come because we as a collective didn't get taught to do these jobs. So it's, it's, it, I'll give you another example. It's like, whether I don't care about your politics. I don't care who you voted for. None of that matters to me. What I do care about is they said, when Hillary Clinton was coming in, I was like, ah, she doesn't have presidential experience. President Obama, he, she, he doesn't have presidential experience. You're absolutely correct. And the people they ran against didn't either. But th- it mattered for them. Why? Because of who they were. Because President Obama was black. Because Hillary Clinton was a woman. You're absolutely correct. Out of 44, 45, 46 presidents, there was one black man and he got it. And there hasn't been a woman. How can these people be presidents if they've never been a president? It doesn't make any sense. So there's always an excuse to exclude people. But instead, why don't you find the excuse excuse to include people? Find that excuse. Like, you know what? You're absolutely correct. I don't have the experience. Well, let me show you. Let me offer. Okay, how about this? This would be great. But of course, I know people complain, hey, my company who has never had, you know, I'm hypothetical, uh, let's say I'm a white man. Okay, we're past that. Let's say I'm a white man and I own a company and nobody in my company has ever been black. What if I'm like, hey, I want to be inclusive. I want to be on the right side of history. I want to do the right thing. You know what you can start by doing? Every intern you hire is black. You can do that. You can show them the ropes. You can be a leader of change, right? You can be an agent of change. You can be that person. You can be like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to hire this person. And I'm going to take the time to show them because there's never been a black man in my company. There's never been a black person in my company. Let me show them the way because I want to be on the right side of history. But. Or, for example, let's go back to movies, something not as hard hitting. Hey, uh, they heard some people heard that there's going to be a black Superman. Didn't like that. Why not? Why? You you don't think an alien can be black? Hmm, weird. Why are you holding Superman, a fictional character, to white standards? That makes no sense. Well, he was white in the comics. Okay, let's do everything we do in the comics. He can also turn back time in the comics. Right? He also can be beat by Batman in the comics, but here we are. Okay, there's so many things in the comics. They're comics. They don't. They're not real. He's an alien from a planet that got blew up. Came here in a spaceship and raised by some people in Kansas, fucking United States, Kansas metropolis or whatever the fuck he's from, Smallville, whatever. I don't give a fuck. And why can't he be black? But he's an alien. He's an alien, but he can't be black because. Because the people who look like him 
are proud for him to look like him and they act like they don't understand what he would look like if he was black he would look like a black man with a chiseled jaw and a fucking eight pack there's a ton of those out there it ain't me but there's some out there okay uh fuck at right now on the wb or whatever whatever the show channel is bad girl she's a black woman she's amazing she's actually pretty hilarious too but you know it is what it is i'm going too far and i'm over my time they're giving me the light with that being said guys welcome back um this actually gave me a little bit more energy to keep talking but i'm gonna cut it i'm gonna cut it here short hope you learned some things about me hope you made some friends along the way and i hope we all learned a lesson I really don't have anything else to say, so I'm just going to end it right here. Um, Stay safe out there, guys. And uh, Superman speed. Godspeed. Same thing. Same thing, right? Right? It's a fictional character. (laughs) All right, bye, guys.